Welcome to Football Prodigy with me, Charlotte Fletcher, and my, um, <clears throat> amateur mom. Hey, I'm not an amateur mom. I'm a professional mom. I'm not talking about your mothering skills. I'm talking about your football prowess. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Well, anyway, I am Holly Fletcher, and enjoy our podcast. So, how are you doing, Charlotte? I'm doing fine, I guess. You guess? Yeah. Big excitement this week. I don't know if you're going to be able to handle the, the kind of excitement we have coming this week, given the low level of excitement we've been living in for a while. Yeah, the draft is going to be a huge break for sports fans all across the country, so, yeah. How's it going to work? Pretty much what it's going to be is we'll have, like, live streams of, like, different players. It'll be kind of on a Zoomish meeting. And it'll be, we'll have, like, we can see all the players' faces. It's, like, the top 50 or so prospects. And we'll be able to see all their faces from their call. And Roger Goodell is going to announce the um, the picks directly from his home. And we just kind of get to see them react to the them getting selected. So, Are they going to do, like, a little maybe, like, bio or, like, some clips of their highlights or something, oh, like, yeah. spliced in? Yeah, probably. That's, so They do that they most do that anyway. draft, yeah. But they're not going to be able to get, like, their jersey. Are they going to have the jersey, like, secretly tucked away in their house and then something? No, probably I mean, not. I mean, Joe Burrow might because he already knows where he's <laughs> going. Yeah, he's probably already got a Bengals outfit. Yeah. Like a full outfit. Yeah, he's probably... He probably already has his uniform. Yeah, they, they probably, um, they already, they probably have, like, their caps at home, because, like, you just gotta... Oh, the different caps? Yeah, they might just, like, put on their cap and be... Oh, like, I yeah. bet they do that, because that's what, remember, Baker was at home when he yeah. was drafted, and he was he ready his, with his yeah, cap. Yeah, he had his caps. He had various caps. Right, he had his Browns cap, he had his Jets cap, and whatnot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I read Joe Burrow's actually not thrilled to go to the Bengals. That's kind of washed over. It's that was a that was kind of mom, that was like so last month. Oh. Like sorry. by like the way. Pre pandemic. <laughs> Maybe he has a new perspective given all that we've been through as a country and he's like, Hey, I'm ready to go play for a sucky team now because I've lived through a pandemic. So how bad can it be? Yeah, it's not like pre pandemic. It's just like Pretty much, he, he, he just said that he did have leverage, and that kind of just sparked a whole, like, oh my gosh, is, is Joe Burrow going to pull an Eli Manning on the Bengals? Whoa! Wait, what did Eli Manning do? He, he got drafted by the Chargers, and he didn't want to play for the Chargers, so he forced his way out of the Chargers and got traded to the Giants. Like, immediately? Yeah. How did he do that? He has leverage. Well... And that also, seems kind of ungrateful And to also, me. the Chargers got a truckload of picks So for for Eli Manning. So, I mean... Well, you know, you just, I don't know. That sounds kind of snotty and bratty to me. But they were a sucky team, and he didn't want to play for them. Okay, well, hey, do you want to make a kabillion dollars? Do you want to just, like, have an opportunity? Do you want to be grateful? I guess not. Yeah, well, he could make a kabillion dollars for another I team. I know, but you get my point. So, anyway, whatever. So, that's that. So, what are we going to talk about today? Well, today we are going to be discussing the extremely deep wide receiver class. That's kind of like a pun, like deep, because you know how they go deep? Mom. So, it's like a deep, you do, do you get it? Here you go again with the mom jokes. He, she's rolling her eyes again. Yes. So. I think that's a good pun. I don't know. No, but it's very... De- uh, you, you interrupt my dramatic flair, okay? Oh, sorry. <clears throat> we'll start again. The very deep wide receiver class. Deep. <laughs> of 2020. Deep. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Do you have a song for this one? Do you have any song metaphors this time? Oh, no, not really. Um, oh, there's that Adele song. Rolling in the deep. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You got my heart in the I don't know the words.
words, so. Yeah, It just has apparently. deep in it. Mm-hmm. Apparently. That's pretty good, though, don't you think? Good singing. Mm, okay, um, moving on. So today we're going to be discussing seven wide receivers um, who um, are in somebody's mock, mock draft. They're a first rounder in somebody's mock draft. Not all of them, but... You don't think they're all going to go in the first round? Uh, I mean, honestly, they all could, but who knows. And um, can I just say before we begin, there are some wide receivers we left off this list that I was considering putting on the list, but I had to cut it down because... We time, don't want like a time four hour gone with the wind, you know, length podcast. Yeah, and also I didn't want mom to have to do all that research, so. Okay, so speaking of the research, can I just ask yeah. a few questions here? Yeah. Um, so you gave me these names to research. I did. And because I'm an amateur mom. Yes. Um, I went and tried to read about these people because, you know, I watch football, but I don't really study football. Yeah. So my concept of like a wide receiver is like dude runs down the field, catches the ball. Like if he does that a lot, he's good. If he does, if he drops the ball or he's not able to catch the ball, like not as good. So, but obviously there's more to it than that. So I go online and I do this research and, um, I don't understand the language that they're even using. They use all kinds of weird terms. So can you break it down for me? What are the sort of key components that you're looking for in a wide receiver? Well. In English, please. Well, first of all, they just, I mean, they got to be explosive, make plays down the field. That's my number one quality in a wide receiver. But there are many things you need a wide receiver besides explosiveness and playmaking. For example, hands. They gotta have sticky hands. Very sticky, sticky hands. hands. Now they wear the gloves, right? Yes. They, now, can they make the gloves sticky? Can they put like some super glue on the gloves? Yeah. Well, the gloves. The gloves already have like some. They have like stuff on them that's like it makes it easier to grip stuff. Uh huh. So it's it's probably illegal already. to put like glue on there. Probably. And also the ball would stick to your hand and you wouldn't be able to get it off. And it would be very noticeable that you have super glue on your hands. So super glue, bad bad idea. Bad idea. Okay, probably illegal too. So, hands. Sticky hands. Hands, playmaking, and explosiveness. Yards after catch. That's part of explosiveness. You gotta be able to run with the football once you have it in your hands. You got to be a an explosive ball carrier and impose your will on the defenders be physical stiff arm run them over yeah so it's not enough to just like run deep down the field and catch an amazing pass and then like just sit down and take a nap you can't do that you gotta like keep going yeah you gotta run all the way to touchdown your mentality as a wide receiver should be you're gonna score on touchdown on every single play that's your mentality. <laughs> that's a good mentality. Anything else? What also, about these routes? Yes, I was getting to that. Also, you have to be a good route runner. Like, you gotta... So, I know you don't get the kind of route tree, but there are, like, various routes that receivers know. And and then their coach is like, oh, Judy, run a post, or Lamb, run a slant, or whatever. They got to have good routes that create separation from the defender. So you got to know right when, like, you need to cut left. Yes. So you... And kind of do a... Got to be agile. And kind of what Jerry Judy does is he kind of does this high step and, like, fakes him out a bit and shakes the defenders off. Fake him out. Shake him off. It's like, it's kind of like a high step. He's shaking and baking. Shake and bake, he's doing his high step. <laughs> Shake and bake. That's kind of what Judy does. Okay. So, all right. Anything you gotta else? You cr- create that's... separation, routes, you gotta be fast. I mean, being fast is always a good quality because you got Henry Ruggs, the third over here, who we will be talking about, and he has like got blazing speed. He ran a 4 2 7, and he, was, and he was disappointed. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay, anything else or is that kind of the basics? You yeah, gotta be that's agile. The, that's be the basics. Like, also, uh, I would say Also, I would say be con- like consistency, like 
this kind of goes for every position, but you have to be consistent. It doesn't matter, like, if you have one game where you cut, when you score seven touchdowns, but and then you have the next game is, like, you have no catches for zero yards. Like, you got to be consistent in your level of play. Got it, got it. And okay. also, it helps to be, be versatile. Versatile? Yeah. You can line up in different spots like you can line up the slot um or go on the edge so you gotta like Justin Jefferson he's very versatile you can move him all over the field and that kind of throws the defense off guard so those are your main qualities you want in a wide receiver awesome well thank you Charlotte that was in good plain English unlike some of these other People online who are clearly not writing for 45-year-old suburban moms. Um, <laughs> yes. They're probably not writing for most 12-year-old girls either, but that's yeah. another story. Yeah. Um, okay, so are we going to talk about... The, are we going to st- start with the stars or the sort of also-rans? So I, you know, I would like to start with stars, but then... Why don't we do one star and then we'll <laughs> save the other star? All right. And then, should we start with our favorite, our adopted child, our, like, fifth <laughs> son that we have that's adopted, yeah. that, who doesn't know it? Go ahead. Um, all right. Say it with me now. C.D. Lamb! C.D. Lamb. Now, can I just say a few things before uh, you... Here we go again. Okay, so C.D. Lamb, who we do love because... He's an Oklahoma Sooner, and we love him. But seriously, just completely unbiased. He is so amazing. I watched his highlight reel again last night. And y'all, go watch C.D. Lamb's highlight reel. First of all, there's that one catch. It was out of bounds, but still. He, like, literally reached into the sky as if he looked like God on the Sistine (laughs) Chapel ceiling, reaching out into the heavens he literally like with one hand like plucked the end the very end of the football grabbed it and like just plucked it out of nowhere i don't think anybody else can do that yeah it's hard to show you because there's no video but he was like he was like as high as he could up in the air he had the tip of the ball in his grasp the tip of the ball and then he landed out of bounds and, but he, and he caught it the commentators were just like cd lamb now he's just showing off yeah he's just showing off the other thing i will say about cd lamb is i think what do they call it yards after yeah, the catch or whatever yac for okay short. so this dude do you remember the texas game last year yeah so, this dude broke, like, four tackles yeah. in one play. That's just normal for him. That's yeah. just, like, you know, us any any day, any given day. He gets yeah. up, he eats some breakfast, probably, like, Wheaties or something nutritious <laughs> yeah. and healthy. And then he just, like, breaks, like, seven tackles. And yeah. that's just a normal did, day. Did you see that Baylor run where he we just – it was just, like, a short pass and then he, like – he was literally like scampering along the sideline with like seven defenders, yes! and yes. he and he managed to get like thirty yards out of it. And I'm like, dude, what, dude? And so. the commentator's favorite saying is, "It's a TD for CD. CD, which is getting old. Yeah, it is. But it, I'm sure the <laughs> NFL commentators are going to say that too. Yeah, yeah. So. so what else do you want to say, like more objectively about CD Lamb? So. The best, I I would say I we're I think he's the best wide receiver in this draft class, but we'll get to that because we're gonna talk about that later. Um, I think he's the best because his ball skills are outstanding. He has elite ability to track the ball in the air and adjust so he can get in perfect position to catch it. And even if it's not, if he's not in perfect position to catch it because the ball is so badly thrown that he can't adjust all the way to get right under it then he just goes up and gets it because his hands are sticky very sticky he's awesome at contestant catches 
because now does he have like large hands? Why are his hands? Why are, why are they so good? He does he have just like strong large hands or how does he do that? I don't know his exact hand size, but part of it, like I said, is that he he's really good at tracking the ball in the air, so he's concentrating on the ball and then. He kind of just knows how to go up and get it. Like, pretty much, if you got two guys going up, there's a 60% chance CD's going to catch it and a, 40, get it. and a 40% chance the defender's going to get it. I wonder if these guys, like, do they do, like, maybe they do, like, hand exercises to get their hands strong. Like, maybe there's, like, little bitty dumbbells that they put on their fingers and they, like, lift dumbbell weights with their fingers. Like, when they're watching TV or something. Do you think maybe they do that? To, like, get, you know what I'm saying? Like, to get there. They probably have a hand workout. I bet they're, why don't they make, like, tiny little dumbbells to go on people's fingers to, to well, get their hands stronger? I mean, you are an amateur for a reason, so I'm honestly not surprised. <laughs> what? You don't think that's a good idea to well, get your hands stronger? Just getting your hands stronger isn't going to help you catch. Your hands need to be big and they need to be nice and calloused. So but they're in my gloves. So what they does that can matter? take the impact because I've learned this from personal experience. When I'm wearing my gloves, they have this like the sewing lines. Oh. When the if the ball hits the sewing lines, they go straight into your into mm. your hand. So your hands got to be nice and calloused. Well, maybe I'll patent um, little tiny finger dumbbells and and retire now. So you mean like a ring, for example? No, like you wear them on the ends of your fingers, and they're like tiny little weights. Okay, and you okay, do okay. Like okay. That. Moving on, moving on. She doesn't like my idea. Fine. No. All right. So we did what. I think is the best wide receiver in the draft class, and we're going to jump around a little bit. We're going to stay in the Big 12, and we're going to talk about Denzel Mims. 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 From Baylor. Baylor. Who gave us a, quite a lot of trouble in that, in two games, two actually. Two very, very tight games. Very tight games, yes. Our first game in the regular season against them, it was the greatest comeback in OU history. Maybe college football history. Oh, no, it's just OU history. Mm. And it was incredible. We all thought we were going to lose, and then we won. It was awesome. And then in the Big 12 championship, we faced them again. It was a little less of a heart attack. Inducing game, but still close. And no, I it was it was yeah it was in it got into overtime. We won in overtime, thankfully. But like, how do I keep forgetting these games that go to overtime? In the second half, I like literally had to sit in here because I was scared if I watched it, they would lose. I was superstitious. I'm very superstitious when it comes to football. So I sat in here the entire second half watching the score update on my phone. And then mom and dad came in, and I didn't get the score update because the, the the phone is slow. So they come in, and they're like, we won. And I'm like, yay. So yeah. that was fun. <laughs> he was good in that game, Mims. 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 So what's, what's cool about him? So he's he has a huge catch radius. Like literally, Is he really tall or something? I don't know. He just got a big catch radius. What does like, that even mean, catch radius? It means that speaking English, girl. He 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 he's got long arms as well, and he's big, tall. He's that's what I just asked. <laughs> Go on. And um, that means his area of catching is very big. So pretty much, there's a lot of places you can throw it where he can catch it. In other words, so there's not. Pretty much, it has to be really bad thrown ball for it to not be in his radius of catching. So he's he's got like he's almost like Plastic Man, where his arms just like shoot out rubber. Who's that superhero with like the rubbery arms that like shoot out and grab things? Okay, okay, okay. okay. So um, you just so that's and he's also he he ran a pretty good forty time. He's pretty fast. Well, surprisingly, but okay. he's fast. He doesn't have quite the yards per carry of CD. I wrote this down, Charlotte. CD yes. has 21.4 yards per carry, and Mims only has 17.8. Yes, well, yeah, my, my, 
my main notes on Mims, like, pretty much yards after catch is not something you really like. I don't think that's yards after catch, is it? It's yards per carry. Oh, yards per carry. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, like average. Oh, yeah, average reception. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's part of the reason. Part of the reason why that is is because. I don't know what it means, actually. It's just what I wrote down. Oh, okay. So, part of the reason. Uh, part of the reason that um, Denzel Mims does not have as many yards per reception is because he his one of his cons is that he doesn't have... He needs to brush up on his route running because he needs more variety of routes and um, he needs to make them sharper. So pretty much he could take a couple lessons from Jerry Judy. Okay, but we'll get to him. Yeah, we'll get to him. Also, before we continue, do you have any honorable mentions like... Guys that um, did not, we had to cut out because they, because we had to um, cut, limit it um, that you would like to mention. Because I know I've got some guys. Well, given that I had never heard of all but two of the people that you told me, probably yeah. not. However, in my research, I did come across this Pittman guy. Michael Pittman Jr. In, from USC. Yes. And I, he sounded pretty good. And yeah. he was up there in some people's lists. Yes. But you did not give me that name. Yes, I didn't. I had, he was one of the names I had to cut down. He's pretty good. He's not, like, he's not a projected first rounder. I was trying to keep it in the first rounder category, but he's not a projected first rounder, so that's why I eventually had to take him off. Um, but yes, he's also very good. I don't, if we had more space, I would have put him on here. Um, some other guys I want to mention are LaVisca Chenault from... What the? What kind of name is that? Leviticus? LaVisca. LaVisca? LaVisca Chenault from Colorado. Is he French? Co- Colorado. But is he, like, French from Colorado? Is he French Colorado? Okay, French there's Colorado. Like, there's, like, a French part of Colorado? <sighs> Just, mm, I don't know. I don't know. I bet uh, he went to Colorado, but I bet he's originally from like France. And the reason the reason that I he's not on this list is because he's been battling some injuries and he has consistency problems. So um, there's pretty much he's a risky guy, and not everyone has him on like their top fifty prospects or their um, mock drafts. So he's that's. A, the reason I left him off of this list, but he definitely is just as talented as all of these guys. It's just he has injury concerns, and he's risky. Mm-hmm. All right, the last guy, or not the last guy, but the last guy I'm going to talk about for today that I did not put on this list is um, Jalen Ragor from TCU. Mm-hmm. Um, Jalen sure is a popular name these days. Yeah, he, yeah. Dalen Rigor from TCU. He's pretty much Henry Ruggs, except he's if if Henry Ruggs if Henry Ruggs is frosted mini wheats, Jalen Rigor is um frosted wheat squares. He's the off brand of Henry Ruggs. So <laughs> that's kinda insulting. The off brands can be just as good. Yeah, I'm just and they're cheaper. Yeah, the off brands are just as good and, and they're he's, cheaper. He, I, I think yeah, Jalen would be cheaper yeah. to sign than Henry Ruggs. Yeah, you you can get Jalen Ragor now for a limited time at a better price than Henry Ruggs because he might just fall into the second round. There you go. Second round. Mm-hmm. And again, I left him off this list because he's pretty much Henry Ruggs except he he's he he doesn't have the benefit of going to Alabama. Or one of the big schools, even though TCU is still a pretty good school. Um, and also, he just, his level of play is just not as good as Henry Ruggs, so... Well, maybe um, we should talk about Henry Ruggs, then. Yeah, that's a great idea. Let's talk about Henry Ruggs. So, yes. Henry Ruggs. Your notes first, Mom? Mm-hmm. Well, he went to Alabama, which means he has survived um, the, Satan. The re- the wrath of... He's been through hell already and uh, has held up, so... Yeah, that's good. Um, he's 18.7 yards per carry, which is not as good as CD, obviously. Nobody's as good as CD. And then I just wrote, he's very fast. My notes are... are 
are extensive. They're basically two things. Oh, yes, He's that fast. is fast. That's I'll, I'll care to elaborate. They're all fast though. A little bit more. No, CD is not like CD has average speed. He's he's not like I mean. It's kind of funny, though, because on the tape, he looks very fast, but, like, he kind of has gears. He's got, like, that second gear he can tap into when he's got people chasing after him, but in on the 40, he doesn't have the second gear, so... Yeah, we all are faster when people are chasing after yeah, us. Yeah, exactly. So, just now, teams, if you're watching, CD has a second gear, which I hope you already know, because you should be watching tape on him. And doing your due diligence. I don't think anybody's tape is more impressive than his tape. Yeah, I don't think anyone in this wide receivers class is more impressive than his tape. Watch his highlights teams, all 32 of them. Well. You will benefit from it. Anyway, back to Ruggs. Anything else you want to say about him? Yes. he's Not only is he very, well, he is fast. Like I said, he ran a 4-2-7 and he was disappointed. Disappointed. Oh, he's the one that ran the four two seven. And he was disappointed. Yes. Oh, so he's the fastest one. Henry Ruggs the third. Yes, he's the fastest wide receiver in this draft class, and as a result, he has pretty good yards after catch because he's fast and he can run away from people. So the production isn't really there, it, like when you compare him to um, Lamb or Judy, but um, he doesn't have as yeah he doesn't have as good production as them, but he can still be. Um, He's still he's still a very good wide receiver. So what are his downsides? Well, I was going to get to one more upside and okay. then go to his downsides. Oh, sorry. So I need to break your his mind. upsides, another upside of his is that he only dropped one ball in 2019. He has sticky hands like CD. Wow. He only dropped one ball. That's good. So he has good hands, but his cons. This kind of goes towards. So while when he's he has good yards after catch because he's fast, but he's not very physical, and I would be concerned about him getting injured at the next level because I mean he's obviously not a very big guy if he can run that fast. Mm. So, but Marquise is doing well. Marquise Brown, he's really tiny. Yeah, I mean he's, he's doing, doing well, great. but I mean not everyone's the same, you know. Yeah, I mean it. It's kind of intangible, like who holds up and who doesn't. Yeah. You know, like, on paper, why can't Tua, like, Tua, what is his last name? Tagovailoa? Tagovailoa. Oh, I got it right, yes. So, you know, Tua looks, he looks pretty sturdy, but then you just, like, blow on him, and then he just, like, crumbles. Yeah. So, so I think I would be concerned about injuries with rugs at the next level, and just his overall physicality, like, as a blocker. And just, like, running through people. He doesn't really have that, like, CD mentality of just to, like, crush people and impose his will. Because he doesn't, he he obviously doesn't have a very big body to impose his will on defenders. So that's what I would worry about with Ruggs is his physicality and injury concerns. All right. All right, we're going to stay in Alabama here. Let's save Judy for the end. Okay. Because then we can end with Judy and the whole Judy CD debate. Okay, well, then how about we go, why, why don't we stay in SEC? Okay. And talk about Justin Jefferson. Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. Yeah, he is LSU. Yes, he is. Only 16.2 yards per carry, mm-hmm. which is the lowest, I think, on this list. Yeah. Um, not as fast. Actually, actually, a lot of people pre-draft process were saying, oh, he doesn't have the speed. But then he goes out and runs a 4-4. So I'm not going to okay. say he's not fast. He is fast. He's, they're all fast. I mean, he's he, No, he's, he's faster than CD. He just doesn't show it on tape. If you uh. watch the tape, CD looks faster, but Jefferson is be- faster. So mm-hmm. that is... Jefferson, he's he he is fast, even though he doesn't look like it on tape. So that's just mean. gonna say I that I don't look like it, but I'm super fast. Like if you see me out running around the neighborhood, okay, you, know. you would you would say which I do run just by the way, which you can attest to. So you see me out running. I look kind of slow, but yeah, trust me, trust me, I am going blazings. I just don't look it. <laughs> yeah, right. I could beat you in a race. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, what I would say about Jefferson 
is just, he's versatile. He can line up like I was alluding to before we started diving into these guys. I was um, saying that he is very versatile. You can line him up anywhere on the field. He will still have production, even though I must say he's better in the slot than he is. Um, what the heck does that mean? So the slot is is the wide receiver who's closest. He's lined up closest to the offensive line. That's the slot. Okay. Slot wide receiver. So I think he's best in the slot. He's really he's pretty good at routes, even though he has a, sometimes he just needs to have a little bit cleaner routes. Um, but overall, he's pretty good at routes. He has good hands. And, yeah, he's sticky hands. And pretty much, because the main critique on him was that he wasn't fast, but he obviously proved to everyone he was fast. Maybe he worked on that. Yeah, I bet he did. And so so now my only critique of him is that you just need to have some cleaner stuff in general. Just, like, brush up on a couple things. And be more consistent, because... And be explosive, because Justin Jefferson, when I watch his tape, sure, he makes the catches, the production is there, and if and if it wasn't for Joe Burrow, and we'll wait. Yeah, he's no. LSU. Yeah, he's LSU, so never mind. I was thinking of CD, because CD might have won the Best Wide Receiver in the Country Award, the Blitzkoff Award, if it wasn't for Joe Burrow. So, um... Never mind about that. So, so Justin Jefferson, the the projection is there, but I think that's mostly because of Joe Burrow. So, um, I just and he, it's just when I watched his tape, I watched that little clip of the OU um, LSU game, which was supposed to be his best game, and I'm I'm saying I mean it is his best game. But I just didn't see the explosive plays like it's we not got exciting. with like we got with CD like those crazy yards after catch. CD or is cat- exciting to watch. Or those crazy catches. So yeah. I just didn't see that with him. So I'm going to say be consistent and be explosive. Be like more a bomb, bombshell. Like, you know, we don't want to. Don't put us to sleep, Jefferson. Okay, so next we have two more guys. Well, three more guys to discuss. So, I'm thinking Ayuk or Higgins. Who you want to go? Ayuk. Ayuk. What a kind of name is that? Ayuk. I wonder where he's from. Is that he's... Brandon Ayuk. Yeah. So, I'll go with your notes first. I don't have any notes. I, I ran out of steam <laughs> as I did my research. So, obviously, he's from Arizona State. Yes. Okay. Which is, is not really a powerhouse team. Well, hey, it's in a Power 5 conference. Power 5 okay, conference. Okay, but I don't think they were especially good. So, uh, I'm hey, always admire players that get noticed on teams that aren't that great. Hey, they beat Oregon, so. Okay. Anyway, and he has kind of a weird name. <laughs> I think maybe he's an Eskimo or something. <sighs> I don't know. Where's he from? Like Alaska? Is I don't Aleutian? know where these guys are from. I like, like, to, I like to know. Like some of these names are interesting. Okay. Um, 18.3 yards per carry, which is pretty good. Yes. Um, that's all I got. Yeah, the reason... <laughs> I'm really good at this. I know. If they would just write their analysis in English. have all these weird terms. You're doing great, Mom. It's fine. Um... My so the reason he has a lot of yards per carry is because he's kind of that wildcat wide receiver where he's he is very versatile just like Justin Jefferson. He can be used in the running game a lot actually. You can do those bootlegs where you just kind of toss it to them from behind and they like run. So get the bootlegs going. And so he's versatile in that way where he can be used in the running game. And as a result of that, he has a lot of yards after catch. So mm-hmm. he's he he's kind of like CD except more versatile, and he doesn't have as good hands. And um, but pretty much they both have yak in common. So he needs to to get my finger dumbbells and work okay. on his hands. Okay. Just stop. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so I like that, to get one joke and then just like ride it off a cliff. Have you noticed that? Yeah, like that big arm joke. Yeah, last that was time. last time was really good. That was a really good joke. Rode that into the ground. And now I've got my little finger dumbbells. 
and I'm just I'm doing like bench presses with my I, finger dumbbells. You should go on until we give out. That. I will. I'm gonna work on that. All go right. ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So, um, but he is versatile. He has a lot of yak. He's not very good against. He has a lot of yak. He has a yak. No yards after catch. Oh, okay. I thought maybe he was. That fits, like if he's Mongolian or, or an Eskimo, that he would own a yak. That would that would work, that would actually fit with that. To to be clear, I have no idea where this young man is from. I don't. I have no idea what anything about him, um, except his name and that he owns a yak. So okay, that's all we know. Well, um, go ahead. And but he does need to work on his routes a bit, and maybe he can ride his yak. And he needs to be better against press coverage. You have a new joke about the yak. I like that. Okay. We'll see if he has a yak, too, because he's very they good at They all have yak. a, you get a yak, and you get a yak, and you get a yak. Not all of them. Just a you can see the is really it. Okay. And possibly Justin Jefferson. All right. But moving on. So that's my main critique of him is he needs to be better at routes and better against press coverage. So... Press coverage. Okay, that term they used on the websites that I read, and I press coverage is just like when they're coming after you. It's it's just a form of cover. Of, it's just pressure, right? Yeah, it's a form of covering. Why did they just say that? Just pressure. It's it's a form of the, how the defense covers wide receivers. Okay. So the yeah. So then, all right. Moving on, we're going to T Higgins. Higgins. D. Higgins from Clemson. Did you write BS? No, that's big. That says big. There's no I. The I is like hiding in the B. (laughs) Well, that looks like an S and not a G. No, that's a G. That is big. And that's all I had. By the point, by the time I got to him, (laughs) I was really just done, Charlotte. So I wrote that he's big and that's it. Yeah, I was looking over at your notes, and I was like, did you write that he's BS? No, no. I was just like, what? No, I would never say that about T. Higgins. T. Higgins from Clemson. Yeah, is he, I take it he is big, though. Yeah, he's big. His main thing is ball skills. Great ball skills. Much like CD, he has elite ability to track the ball in the air and catch it. So, that's his main thing. He's great at catching stuff. See, I'm really good at tracking the ball in the air, but the catching it is my issue. So, he has excellent ball skills. Pro. Yeah, good, but good, I'm good. very good at tracking. I can see the almost, ball. Almost as good as CDs. I just can't catch the ball. But just his cons, he needs to work on yak a little bit, so he does not have a yak. He needs to buy him a yak. He doesn't have a yak. What does he have? Like a donkey? Instead, he has he has he just has a football because he's good at ball skills. Okay. So and he needs to buy him a yak, and he needs to brush up on his routes as well. He needs to get a yak and ride some routes on the yak. So that is my that's my analysis on T Higgins. All right, from Clemson, and now, now we end we it. We end it with. <gasps> Jerry, Jerry Judy. Judy, whose name I have to say sounds like he's in like a 1950s Hanna Barbera cartoon. <laughs> which you don't really get that joke because you don't remember those cartoons. But like the Flintstones or the Jetsons, there was like a whole series of cartoons on TV. Or Scooby Doo was another one, and he just Jerry Judy sounds like he's a character in one of those shows. Is that a compliment or an insult? It's, it's neither. It's just it's just an observation. Okay, so Jerry Judy. Your analysis like a on the Jetsons. Your analysis on Jerry Judy. Okay, so he's from Alabama, which again yeah. gives me I don't like Alabama, but I it mainly because I don't like Nick Satan. Um, yeah. I feel kind of sorry for the players, frankly. Me too. Um, because I think that he is abusive of his players. Yeah. I think they're all afraid that he will kill them <laughs> in the night. <laughs> and yes. I think they're basically... Um, they're living his, in fear. Yeah. They're basically um, being held hostage by, <laughs> an, by a psychopath. Yeah. So I have some sympathy for any player from Alabama. 
Um, even though I hate Alabama as a team. Yeah. So Jerry Judy obviously has some psychological um, strength there because of that. He has 19.3 yards per carry, which is very good. Um, mm-hmm. And he's obviously runs the routes or whatever. I think he has, I think he has a yak. Does he have a yak? Maybe um, not so much. Kind so of. This cracked me up, Charlotte. In what? one of the sites I read oh, about yeah. him. For his weakness, they said he was, quote, high cut and leggy. <laughs> what does that even mean? I actually think that's a strength of his. I don't know what this like, guy was is, thinking. Why is it high cut? What does that mean? Is he wearing, like, you know, high cut, you know, like, swimsuit or like, something? Like I was saying or like, before, I don't even he, know. He, he kind of has the high step that he does. To like it's it's called Judying in case you didn't know. Oh, um, he kind of has this high step that he does, and mm-hmm. I think that's what it's referring to. But I honestly think that's just another way to get separation. He's a master at separation. He has awesome routes, and he is he he is pretty fast. What's that you read? He has enough speed to get constant respect from the defense. Something like that. Yeah, so that's he, that's my that's me too. I have constant respect from you. I just the respect is constant. Oh, really? Yeah, really constant respect from the children oh. over here. That's how you know I'm a really good mom. That's not true. Well, anyway, that's what I in my world that I live in. That's how it is. Anyway, so. Judy, he's great at, he's just a master at separation. Great routes, fast, he does his little high step thing. See, he's like, like a, a rocket. He's leggy, like a, like a rocket. He get high steps it like a high majestic, majestic gazelle. High steps it like a, like a Radio City Music Hall rocket. See, high yeah. cut and leggy works if you're a showgirl or if you're a football player. I see no problem here. So, yes, he's... Weakness, though, I would say is just, like, he doesn't have, like, elite hands, I would say, and not elite ball skills either, so. Since he drops things. So, yeah, he drops, he has some drops, you so. He drop things. So, now that leads us to our final debate. Who is better? Who is gonna go first? Who is gonna go first, and who is better? Is it... Who is it in this draft class? Is it CD? Is it Judy? Or is it Ruggs? I think Ruggs is off the table. I think it's either CD or Judy. Yeah, mo- I'm, some people think Ruggs is the best because he's just so fast and he has really good hands. So I think it's CD too. So we both think it's CD. So let's talk about CD some more. Because we like him. Yeah, because we like him. And he so has here, here's awesome. another question. Who? Which team... In the draft, it really wants or needs a wide receiver. Well, I would. I think there's going to start to be a run on wide receivers starting at the Jets at 11. The Jets have two options, in my opinion. They can either, if they think there is a decent, there's a good offensive tackle still on the board that they still that they like, they should take the offensive tackle. But, but. If all the good offensive tackles go in the top ten, like I predict they will, um, they they're gonna go wide receiver. So I think that starts the wide receiver run. So you got the Jets at eleven, the Raiders at twelve, the Forty ers at thirteen, and then the Broncos at at fifteen. Fourteen is the Buccaneers, and they're How? gonna get. Can I just hold up for a second? Yeah. How are the Forty ers so high up when they were in the Super Bowl? It, they traded. They that they, they they got the Colts' first round pick in a trade. I don't. I don't know about that. So okay. that so the Buccaneers at fourteen are not in the market for wide receivers. They've got two of the most pro- prolific wide receivers in the game, and probably the best wide receiver duo in the game. Chris Godwin and Mike Evans, so they're not in the market for wide receivers. But um, Jets, Raiders, Niners, and Broncos all in the market for wide receivers. So we'll see in what order they go. I think the Jets are going to get CD at 11. Jerry Judy is going to go Raiders at 12. 
And then the, 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 the Niners are less of a lock to get a wide receiver because I think they can also go defensive line because they traded away one of their star defensive linemen to get that first-round pick. So they might go Javon Kinlaw from um, uh, South Carolina, or they could go Henry Ruggs from... Um, yeah, Henry Ruggs from Alabama. So, And then the Broncos, if Henry Ruggs is still there, I think they're going to grab him. If he's not... They might get another. They might choose another wide receiver like T. Higgins or Justin Jefferson, or or they could just pick some other position entirely. And that leads us into my top ten, my predictions for the top ten picks in this draft because this will probably be the last podcast we do before the draft, which so, starts on Thursday. Which right? starts on Thursday and goes. Okay. Till All right, Saturday. so take it to the bang because I have no opinions on this. So, so, uh, <laughs> so the so the um so I mean I haven't made a full mock draft yet because I just haven't had the time to do that. But I have you know you're laying around the house yeah, playing video yeah, games. Yeah, so. totally. And so a lot of video games. But to I be will played. give you. I have made a top ten, so I will give you my top ten. Okay. So I think first. Number one overall to the Bengals is going to be, drumroll please, it's pretty good. Justin Herbert. No, just kidding. Joe Burrow. <laughs> why would it? Why? No. Joe Burrow. I'm Joe just Burrow. kidding. Joe Burrow is a lock at number Sorry, one. Sorry, Joe Burrow. You're going to the Bengals. To good luck. Good luck. Good luck with that. Yeah, good luck with that. I wish you luck. Um, all right. Second to the Redskins. Chase Young out of Ohio State. And he's a what? Um, He's an edge rusher. Okay. I think he's the best player in this draft, and the only reason he's not going number one is because of Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. And the Bengals need a quarterback. So. so. All right. All right. Number three. three. To the Lions, I project Jeff Okuda from Ohio State. He's a corner. Uh-huh. Okay. And all right. Number four. Brr. They're the Giants shorter. select Jedrick Wills. Who is? From Alabama. He's an offensive lineman. Okay. All right. All right. The Dolphins we're select. We're just going to get a short. We're, we're going to get rid of the drum roll now. Okay. The Dolphins select. Okay. Select. Yes. Justin Tua Tagovailoa. Justin? Justin. Tua Tagovailoa. I'm oh. just kidding. Justin Herbert is not going to the Bengals or the Dolphins, despite everyone's like, oh my gosh, Tua has injury concerns. So you're putting Justin Tua to the Dolphins. And I'm like, no, no. no. Tua, Tua, to Tua, Tua to the Dolphins. Tank for Tua. It's all working out in the end, just like they planned. Yay! And if you didn't know, Tua is the quarterback for Alabama. We covered that last time. Yes. Okay, so what's, who's next? All right, to the Chargers. They select Justin, Justin Herbert, Herbert from Oregon. Finally, Justin Herbert goes off the board. I know I kind of tricked you with That's the number six, Bengals right? and Dolphins. Yes, number six. But I, I do think Justin Herbert comes off the board um, from Oregon in... And goes to the Chargers. And goes to the Chargers. All Quarterback right. from Oregon. Okay, number seven. Number seven. The Panthers select Panthers. Isaiah Simmons. Linebacker slash safety out of Carol uh, not Carolina. What am I saying? Out of Clemson. Uh-huh. Um, I fr- like pretty much Isaiah Simmons is a positionless player. They have him listed as linebacker, but he really plays four different positions. Wow, so sounds like a he's, good cho- choice. He's very versatile. Versatile. And they, and, and 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 Luke Keekley retired. He retired this off season, so they're in need of a linebacker thing. Because Isaiah Simmons is not really a linebacker. All right. But he's listed as a linebacker. Okay. Number eight. Number eight. The Cardinals select... Cardinals. Kyler! Tristan Wirfs out of Iowa. He's an offensive lineman. He's very athletic. We need to protect our Kyler. And yes, they need to protect Kyler because Because Kyler's tiny. Yeah, and he's tiny and he can't be running around all day, even though he can run around. He can run around all day. He can run around, but it's nice to know that he has 
He has an option not to run around. We just don't want him to get injured, so. Yeah, so. All right. Number nine. Number nine. The Jacksonville Jaguars select Derek Brown, defensive tackle out of Auburn. And this guy is an absolute beast. He's a freak out of Auburn. He would have gone higher. It's just I think he and Isaiah Simmons have similar grades. And I think the Panthers go Isaiah Simmons just because um, he's more versatile. So... So I so that's why I have Derek Brown falling to the Jacksonville Jacksonville, but I'm just gonna say I don't think this will happen. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Cardinals do pick Derek Brown. Just throwing that mm. out there mm. instead of opting for an offensive line. I'm throwing that out there. Okay, that's now it. number ten. We have our Browns. Yes, we have. Who I think desperately need an offensive lineman yeah. because. Baker needs to not suck. Yeah, he does. So, the Browns, the Cleveland Browns. Our team. The. Well, one of our teams. One of our teams, yeah. We have a few teams. We have a few, yes. Um, Select Mekhi Becton, um, offensive lineman. Yes. From Louisville. Louisville. Mekhi Becton. Like Tristan Wirfs, he's an absolute freak. He's athletic, crazy athletic. He run a very fast 40, considering what he weighs. Which and is? Like 350-something pounds. Wow. He's he's heavy, but he runs, he runs like, he runs like a 5'1", um, 40. And wow. that's pretty fast, considering he's a big guy. That's faster so, than me. Very athletic, and I think he has great potential in this league. And that rounds up my top ten. So and he hopefully he will do a better job protecting Baker. Yes. Because Baker's pocket collapsed quicker than what collapses quickly, Charlotte? Uh like a the economy after a <laughs> pandemic. There, yeah. We'll go full on nerd with that metaphor. Alright. Now okay. We'll see you next time on NFL Prodigy, or Football Prodigy. Yeah, so what are we going to cover next time? Next time, we're going... We'll talk about the draft! Yes, we'll be talking... We'll see if you're right! We'll be seeing if I'm right, and we will be discussing our favorite picks, and least favorite picks, and value picks, money picks. And where our favorite players ended up. Yeah, and where the OU players... um, Ended up just saying we have two OU players we have not discussed yet. So Kenneth shout Murray. out, shout out to Kenneth Murray and Neville high and, and Neville, Neville Gallimore. Gallimore. So go high, there go high. Shout out to them. See you next time on All Football right, Prodigy and her amateur mom. All right, stay safe, stay well, stay whatever, and hopefully we will be closer to football season next time. Yes. Goodbye. Bye. She was an American girl.